Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. After a couple of days of, of pause to start the week, our markets were able to rally into the smart money hour today, a strong close for all of our major indexes to finish higher across the board on the day. And that is a good sign here. A strong smart money hour tells us this is a market that wants to go higher still and pauses like we got the last two days are actually refreshing for this market. And that allows some of our lagging sectors to play catch up on the tech leaders. And that's a lot of what we saw today. Tech still had a solid day, but our strongest sectors were utilities, materials, and industrials. Those names all leading the way today. So good to see them playing some catch up, that broadening strength here. We also got some strong economic news this morning on home sales. So the real estate sector did well today as well. Existing home sales jumped. 20.7% in June compared to May. Now, there were some discrepancies with coronavirus in April and May, making some of those numbers having pretty large declines due to coronavirus, but this was still the largest monthly gain on record for the survey going back to 1968, so strong data there coming back from existing home sales and the real estate sector and individual names here were some of our leaders on the day as well. I'll get to more on our sectors here in a second uh, because it wasn't all good stuff out there today. Had some local news for us here in Texas as U.S.-China trade tensions just continuing to rise here as the U.S. has ordered China to close down their Houston consulate. Uh, Marco Rubio said this morning that the Chinese consulate, this is pretty interesting, was actually a front for Chinese spy operations for commercial business and defense espionage. Now, went on to say that it's being used to try to influence members of Congress and other politicians. We've seen stories like that, you know, the Harvard story of some medical malpractice taking investment funds from China professors doing that and we've seen China trying to get in in other ways so this doesn't seem that far out of reach here the state department also said that it was a move made to secure intellectual property mike pompeo who has really been a leader on pursuing issues like this in regards to china is on a trip to denmark right now talking with europeans about strategies going forward with china and talking about china's ip theft for both the U.S. and Europe, saying that this cost both nations hundreds of thousands of jobs and that the U.S. is not going to allow this to continue. And China, we've seen from Europe starting to take this harder chance, stance on China, getting rid of some of the Huawei stuff like we've seen here in the U.S., Not only here, but in Europe as well, China has threatened to retaliate for that. And specifically here, China has threatened to retaliate by closing the U.S. consulate in Wuhan. Now, it appears that things between the two countries are going to continue to remain on edge. Chinese indexes were slightly higher on the day, but ETFs trading here in the U.S. that track those same indexes did end up finishing lower here in U.S. trading today. So something certainly to be watching for here is China has really been making a a strong second wave comeback here in in regards to their markets uh, and how they performed since their March lows from coronavirus. 
Now, that news, though, was not enough to bring down U.S. indexes today. As we finished with all four major indexes positive across the board, we did get some dips around midday, but... Uh, like we got the Dow here up 0.62% on the day, just off its highs of the day. So not a bad day at all, up 165 points to 27,005. We were followed there by the S&P 500, which was up 0.57% to 3,276. Bringing the S&P now back above its June 8th highs. That's the highest level it had gotten to since the coronavirus lows. And now looks, that June 8th level looks to be serving as support here for the S&P as it looks ready to make its run to fresh new all-time highs. It would be our second index to do so. The NASDAQ is still flirting with that territory right now as our first index to get back to new all-time highs. Looks like the S&P is going to be our second, while the Dow and the Russell 2000 still have some makeup room here. Still both of them well below their June 8th highs and even further below their all-time highs. The Russell 2000 is a long way from that mark right now. Uh, we were followed there, though, on the day by the NASDAQ, up 0.24%. Spent a lot of day in the red, but was able to rally a little bit of the close. Did not get back to its highs of the day to finish at 10706 and lastly for the day, the Russell 2000 just barely getting positive here before the close, finishing up 0.18% to 1,490. Uh, we also got a few big earnings back after the close today. Some of these just coming in right now. Microsoft appears to have beat on estimates fairly narrowly, but it is down slightly in after hours trading. Tesla, though, is really the big story here. Has been the talk, just an incredible year so far. That rally continued today as well as they beat on revenue. And big news here, they still feel they're on track to deliver over half a million cars this year despite disruption from coronavirus. They're going to continue ramping up production at all of their facilities to meet that half a million mark that was their goal going into this year. And looks like they might still be on track to get there. Shares of Tesla are now up over 2.5% now in after-hours trading. Going to be an interesting uh, play here is over $20 billion of the market cap here, 8% roughly, is still sold short. So this is still a short squeeze scenario that we're watching for here. Could quickly get, get up to 2,000, which is hard to believe that it started the year at around 400. Looking at our internals on the day, we didn't get quite as strong numbers as we got yesterday. Interesting, yesterday was a mixed day of trading with really strong internals. And despite all of our indexes being higher today, it was, it was a bit mixed, but really there were some strong parts as well. The advanced decline was our weak part on the day, coming back uh, uh, positive overall, but NASDAQ's declining did beat out advancing stocks. New 52-week highs to lows came in really strong again, continued to be our bright spot here, both positive on the NYSE and the NASDAQ, almost 12 to 1 positive on the day as we got 238 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 20 stocks hitting new 52-week lows. And lastly, volume also coming in positive across the board here today. So solid numbers overall, uh, despite that advanced decline info at the beginning there. Next up, let's take a look at our sectors on the day, which basically finished at their highs of the day, finishing with nine out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. As I mentioned earlier, some of those lagging names were our leaders today, utilities, materials, 
healthcare or well, healthcare has been up there, but utilities, real estate, and materials all leading the way today, followed there by healthcare and technology. Our laggards on the day were energy and financials. And finally for today, let's take a look at our VRA commodity watch. Gold having another nice rally today, up 1.3% to 1,867 an ounce, continuing its move to fresh seven, eight-year highs and moving towards that all-time high there. Silver, though, this was really uh, an interesting day here. Had a huge rally today, up over 7%, uh, and really interesting chart going around lately of the gold-to-silver ratio, which shows the major trends in the, in this group going back to ni- all the way to 1970 in gold and silver. But since 2011, the clear favorite here has been gold over silver, and just now barely off from a record high of since going back all the way to the 70s of gold outperformance to silver. Now, silver has begun to outperform gold. It appears the ratio could be peaking and flipping back towards silver, and the timing of this really makes a lot of sense here as Europe they just finalized, as Kip covered it yesterday, their seven-year budget and their stimulus plan. But in their seven-year budget, which is going to be roughly a $2 trillion budget, uh, they've allocated now nearly a third of that to go towards government the government's climate action plan, their, their version of a Green New Deal there. And now while gold's value is primarily as a store value as a currency, silver is an industrial metal and is a a very necessary and primary metal in a lot of renewable projects. So this stimulus plan really adds fuel to the fire here on silver, as and we've seen it in the last two sessions, up 6.7% yesterday, up another 7.92% today to $23.26 an ounce, getting to some, some recent highs there as well. Uh, now, Following that on the day, copper was un- unable to catch the rally, now down 1.11% to $2.92 a pound. Oil, roughly flat on the day now, down 0.1% to $41.88 a barrel. And lastly, Bitcoin, flat on the day as well, down just 0.01% to 9392 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close in your inbox. You can sign up at vrainsider.com slash podcast. Uh, Give us a a shout over there. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.